0: Show in stereo. The grandest spectacle. The greatest show of all. The Bang Bang Show. Here's your host, Robert it's Right, that's right. Gentlemen, I am your host as always I'm Robert Gifford and this is episode 5 of the Johnny Bang Bang show it's something new we are now recording in simulcasting through our YouTube studios and I want to say hello to all of our YouTube friends at this moment uh, as always you can follow us on the at@ JBB wrestling on all of our social media platforms whether it be you know Twitter Facebook or Instagram. Those are the places where you can find us and engage and share your voices and your thoughts on everything that I am saying and maybe give your voice or opinion on the things that you have to say as well. Um, Crazy things that just took place over the weekend as far as new information on this year's WWE Money in the Bank ladder matches and how they're going to take place. Uh, Over the weekend, I believe it was SmackDown, it was revealed to us that this year's WWE Money in the Bank ladder match is going to be a WWE corporate ladder match, and what that means is climbing the corporate ladder, and that means all of our WWE superstars are going to be flown out to the Titan Towers in Stanford, Connecticut, and start from the gr- ground floor and work their way up until they get to the roof of the building where apparently there's going to be some apparatus hanging that will have the money in the bank briefcase Well, they'll have to climb a ladder on top of the roof and retrieve the uh, money in the bank briefcase. Now, what I don't understand is are all of these matches going to be taking place at the same time, kind of like a shotgun start, you know, as soon as the shotgun goes off, so to speak, all these wrestlers just start screwing throughout the building, and we kind of watch the chaos take place, and once they get up there, there be two money in the bank ladders, uh, just hang or ladders uh, already upright or. Whether or not maybe we'll have to put them up ourselves, I don't know. But you'll have two Money in the Bank briefcases that will just be hanging there, waiting to be, um, I guess, uh, captured or recovered by a female superstar and a male superstar. I don't know if that's how it's going to go. I don't know if this is going to be two separate matches and two separate trashings of the WWE headquarters. Very excited to find out what it's going to be. Um... This is this is interesting. This is something that uh, I think will absolutely capture our imaginations until we can see what it is. And I think I think the execution will be done in a way that should be entertaining because there'll be so much action taking place that they can package this. Um, you know, where you're not just fixating on one, you know, one match or two guys going at it or even three. You're going to be able to fixate on. Two guys fighting in the elevator as it's going up. Two guys in the lobby where all the statues take place, right next to human resources. Um, two guys going up the stairwell. I mean, these are things, and the the opportunities and the options that these wrestlers can do are limitless. And I just think that the um, uh, WWE creative just really hit a home run here. I I, I don't see how this is anything but exciting. So, um, one thing to take note of again, that we talked about this, is just how. Without the coronavirus, these things don't exist. So even though we're not you know, all that thrilled about the time that we live in currently, we can at least take um, – what's the word I'm looking for? At least take a at least a little bit of peace of mind knowing that these guys aren't just sitting on the fruits of their labor of what they've been doing for years and years and years. They're trying to get creative with these, these ideas of their – and I, I want to be in the room when somebody goes, hey, I got an idea. Let's destroy the hell out of Titan Towers here and actually climb a corporate ladder. I wanna know how that took place to be a fly on that table or that wall. but that will be for another day, I'm sure, as all of those things always get leaked and people always need to boast. Um, a lot of things took place over the weekend besides climbing the corporate ladder. We had the SmackDown recap. We had the Raw recap we've got to get into. Um, but before we start any of those things, I just want to touch, take 60 seconds if I can, and touch on Howard Finkel's passing. Um he is the greatest of all time to do it at that position. There's just simply nothing else that needs to be said, in my opinion. Um, he is just, stands above all the rest. I know Lillian Garcia was pretty shooken up at the news, as was the entire wrestling community, just because he was only, I believe, 61 years old, and that's still too young to be to be passing on. Bob Costas, believe it or not. Bob Costas was one of those guys who, before he chose the path that he went down Bob Costas wanted that job. He was up for that job. Now, I don't know exactly the story of whether or not it was him and Howard Finkel, but I do know that he chose a different route, and it was that job that he wanted. He wanted to do Howard Finkel's career because he was so obsessed with what that position was, and he thought he could bring something to the table. And at that time, he was a big, big wrestling fan. Um, I can only say this. I'm a big fan of Bob Costas, but at the same time, very, very grateful that Howard Finkel was someone that got that job because of the things that he brought to the table. The way he delivered it. Not just the, his delivery and the way he spoke. And knew. No, it was the amount of class that he brought to the job. You know, he always looked the job. He always stood in the center of the ring. And he just had that distinguished look, that credibility that this match matters. And... um just, uh, I know he's he's greatly going to be missed by everybody in the wrestling community, and um, even though he wasn't working the position anymore, you know, one other thing we can touch on is they've got a handful of people now that that have done this job since you know Lillian Garcia took it over and she did it for a her tenure was pretty long, but since then, I mean, they've had Justin Roberts, they've had um, the names are going to slip me, but they've had a lot of people, and unfortunately. Unfortunately, there just hasn't been anybody to really grab us, um, and I, I think that's I think that's unfortunate. I really do. I think they're missing something there. You know, you've got the Buffer brothers and boxing and MMA who do a fantastic job. Unlike anybody or anything I've seen in those sports, Michael Buffer's still going strong. Um, they used to utilize Michael Buffer during the WCW days, the height of their main events, and it brings something to it. You know, Howard Finkel used to be the, the, the stable in, in the WWE, and then you had Bruce Buffer over at the UFC. Well, there's not a lot of eyeballs um, in my surroundings or my community watching boxing anymore they, they generally have went to or gravitated towards UFC Bruce Buffer brings a certain excitement level to those main events I don't really feel that anymore in the WWE I don't feel that anymore in a lot of the professional wrestling and I just feel like they're missing an opportunity to really build up especially these main events um, I, I would like to see somebody come over, take that job over and really add something. Don't just sit back, you know, be a part of the show. Cause it is sports entertainment after all, especially in the WWE. Um, okay. Enough on that. Uh, we will miss you, miss you dearly, Howard Finkel. But over the weekend we had SmackDown, which was Friday night. Uh, the show was okay. Um, Not much more can be said or needs to be said outside of that, but I do want to touch on what I believe is going to happen. When I saw uh, uh, Braun Strowman, who was on a moment of bliss with Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, and the the package at the the start of the show, there was a package in the corner. Uh, Braun Strowman believed it to be a gift from Alexa Bliss. She denied it. Nikki Cross denied it. He opens it, and there it is, is the mask that Braun Strowman used to wear when he was a member of the Wyatt family. Well, why this is particularly interesting to me is because the story they're telling is obviously Bray Wyatt wants an apology or a thank you of some sorts. Or he just wants Braun Strowman to remember his upbringing or his roots and who brought him to the dance, so to speak. Um, I think what's going to happen is, is I don't know exactly how this this match is going to turn out as far as how it's going to be executed. But I believe when it's all said and done, I believe Braun Strowman will still be your WWE champion. I believe Bray Wyatt somehow will have formed or changed Braun Strowman to go back to his heelish ways, which I actually think benefits Braun because... He, he, don't get me wrong. He's an okay baby face. He's a natural heel, and what that does is that allows then for Braun to be a heel for quite some time until Roman Reigns can come back and ultimately take that uh, WWE title from him. I believe there's going to be a, a a a heel turn coming soon. And it's going to be some type of resemblance of what he was when he was in the Wyatt family. And that's mainly going to be because Bray Wyatt is going to um, remind him of the inner monster that he is. I think he's going to pull that out of him, which uh, I actually think will be TV gold. So that's my prediction. Um, I'm sticking to it. So let's just see what happens. But as far as SmackDown goes, the rest of it was uh, it was. It was, like I said, it was fairly okay. Um, interesting at the end, though, the Miz did end up losing the tag team titles to the eight-time, eight-time champions in the New Day biggie was able to capture the title and the victory. And I guess they're going to let those guys run with it again. I'm not 100% sure why they took it off of uh, um, Miz and Morrison this early. Maybe there's some behind-the-scenes things that I don't know about. Maybe Miz can't be on TV for a while or Morrison I don't know hopefully they can get all of those guys on the show at the same time uh, here soon as I believe Georgia is starting to relinquish some of their um, um, some of their lockdown some of their stay-at-home um, executive orders so hopefully we can start getting back to society here relatively sooner rather than later. I don't really want to get into whether or not I think that's the right move or not. But just in general, it's nice from a wrestling fan standpoint to see these things kind of relinquish the reins a little bit. So, um, but that was SmackDown. Like I said, not a lot to talk about there. We fast forward to last night's Monday Night Raw. And what can I say? The thing that stands out to most to me, ladies and gentlemen, get on board with Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. He was presented to us last night sitting in what I thought was a double chair, almost like a Game of Thrones type of throne he was on. Um, He just, boy, does he seem to be getting better every week. I love, I love, I love this new he has risen type of mentality. He had this to say in regards to Drew McIntyre and his WWE title. I am the one who will sacrifice for the greater good. I am the one who will make the difficult decisions. I am the one who will be the light in the darkness. The money in the bank, Drew, I'm going to take your title. And not because I want to. because i have to not because i want to but because i have to pretty strong words coming from seth rollins on monday night raw last night seth rollins is just doing his thing right now but what's going to be interesting here and this is pretty fascinating stuff is that wwe and be ready for this is going to take the belt off drew mcintyre I am a huge fan of Seth Rollins. I'm a huge fan of Drew McIntyre. I hope this plays out in a in a way that is entertaining for everybody. But I'm telling you right now, I believe they are building Seth Rollins to take that belt away from Drew McIntyre, just so Drew can chase again. I think there will probably be AOP involvement. Um, I think you'll probably. I don't know if Buddy Murphy is still going to be a part of their faction or not. I don't know how that's going to play out. But I'm telling you right now, get ready because it is my opinion that the WWE title is going to change hands again one month after WrestleMania took place. And they're going to put this on Seth Rollins. And you know how everybody talked about his last run. Well, I believe his last run had everything to do with all those smart marks that we talked about. But again, to their credit, Seth Rollins ruined that last run title run because he pandered to those smart marks too much. When you become a champion, it's one thing to be a humbled man, but it's also, you know, it's a fine line. If you're you're too humble, you need to be able to go out there and make me believe that you can kick ass. You know, I think Becky Lynch is doing a really good job of selling herself as far as an ass kicker. She might need to flirt with a little more humility. I don't know. Though it's not for me to tell right now because we're talking about Seth Rollins, but this character that he has going on right now I think there's layers there's levels I actually enjoyed the fact that he just lost to, to Kevin Owens and now had to kind of re, rebuild again and I think uh, he's doing pretty good things with that job or with that character that being said Drew McIntyre if he ends up holding on to the title and winning it's a successful title reign defense for him and what better likes of someone like Seth Rollins? I, you can't have 50-50 bookings. Somebody has to win. And if it ends up being Drew McIntyre, I'm great. I Great. He deserves a run. Don't get me wrong. He absolutely deser- deserves his run. I just think that what WWE is thinking about doing is removing the title from him and building him back up so that he can win it when there's people there you actually cheer for him along the way Uh, that wasn't the only thing that took place on Monday Night Raw last night we also had basically the Zelina Vega show and her trio I think we saw her in four separate occasions she's pretty entertaining on the mic when she's sitting at the broadcast booth again we've talked about this I don't want to beat it too much to death but she is as entertaining as it gets those three guys are as entertaining as it gets um, I, I like what they're building right now. The street profits kind of, uh, just kind of around, you know, and they bring on Bianca Belair and she's already enforced her muscle on Zelina, but Zelina's not going away anytime soon. So I think what they're doing with those six characters, seven characters are doing a really good job. Alistair Black was on the show tonight as well. He ended up taking on Austin Theory and a Money in the Bank qualifying match He ended up taking the victory in that one, making him a member of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Rey Mysterio took on Buddy Murphy. He got the victory in that one. Apollo Crews also got the victory over MVP. So right now, the four men that have qualified for the corporate uh, Money in the Bank ladder match is the Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, And Daniel Bryan from SmackDown, I believe on this Friday night you will have your last two remaining qualifier matchups for the men's division as well as probably for the women's division as well. So that brings us to the conclusion of what took place on Raw. Now I want to get into and finalize our show today with talking about the absolute first ever best Promo contest that we're going to have here on the Johnny Bang Bang Show. Very excited to tell you the rules and format of this. There are 16 spots. I have scoured the internet. I have taken your guys' considerations. Uh, There will be people on this from 1980s, 1990s, the 2000s, and the 2010s, as well as the 2020s. So we're covering five different Decades here the 80s the 90s 2000s 2010s and now the 2020s that will be live for you to vote on starting next Tuesday's episode this Thursday's episode I will reveal what promos will be in the bracket I will tell you who got the number one seeds as well as the number four seeds. Each quadrant will have four seeds in each one. Uh, Very excited to tell you some of the names on this, as I'm sure you can guess some of them. But I want to know, with your voter participation, I want to know what you guys believe to be the best ever promo. Whether it be in WWE, NWA, WCW, AWA from back then. I want to know what your guys' votes are. I want to know what you believe to be the best ever. We will do these tournaments throughout all of the year. Right now, this is the first one we have. I'm very excited to uh, to get to the details on it on Thursday. But for now, the criteria is this. There isn't any. If you guys believe that it moved you, if you believe that it made you buy a pay-per-view or you had to read the next magazine or God forbid, go to the show, put asses in seats. That's the criteria, I guess. That's the only thing I can tell you is that I'm not... I, I, I played around with the idea of... Uh, some of the ideas of if they got good heat... Um, if they got a good pop, but not all of the promos were live in front of a crowd. Some of these promos were done backstage and recorded. I wanted to talk about maybe the passion that was put into it, but some of them are very monotone, Uh, and that's kind of the point. So what I want you to do is I want you to judge these based on execution, I guess so to speak, but at the end of the day, did they make you feel something? I guess that's the only criteria that I have in place, and that's what I need you to vote on. I will not be picking these winners. You guys will be. The only thing I will be doing is putting in place the criteria, the rules and regulations, and in this case, the number one, number two, number three, and number four seeds for every quadrant of the bracket. Uh, With that being said the rules and regulations go like this. We will vote on two different matchups. That's four promos and every episode until finally we have a winner. I look forward to the journey with you guys on this as always. I'm very excited. YouTube, glad to have you with us at JBB Wrestling for everything that we do. Twitter, all of the social media platforms that we have. I can't wait to continue talking with you guys. We'll see you at episode 6. Watch NXT. Watch AEW this Wednesday. We'll see you again. See you down the road, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this